Driving it home with Patty Vasquez, Patty Vasquez. From global conflicts to greenhouse gases, the folks refusing to wear masks says, and politicians getting caught grabbing asses says, she's driving it home with Patty Vasquez. Happy Tuesday! Oh, uh, you guys, what a fun show yesterday. I mean, I uh, I love listening to my show when I'm not here. I'll be honest with you, because I have such great friends and fill-in hosts. And yesterday, uh, our good friend Paul Farvar was in, and uh, that was great. I just, uh, I was like, man, maybe he should have a sh- have my show. I'm, I'm tired. I'm kidding. I love being here. I missed you guys yesterday. I was laughing. Uh, t- Paul was like, I can't believe you took the day after s- the Super Bowl off. And, uh... And I was like, well, I, I didn't, I did not time that out well. So here we are a day, a day late and a dollar short, I guess. But there's a, here, look, there's always something going on. I'm sure that, uh, Paul's conversation with the Super Bowl filled you up. I, although I think the numbers didn't come out until today that it was the most watched broadcast in the history of television. Possibly, I believe the caveat was the moon landing, but that was carried on all stations. So they have that as sort of the asterisk next to that one. And uh, I, I wonder, did you, I know there were folks who still, uh, didn't care, but man, oh man, let me know if you watch the game, if you have any thoughts on that and, and how the, uh, <laughs> the MAGA clan, uh, was very upset about so many different elements of the game, even down to the turnovers. People like still, they were deeply invested in the, well, in the deep state manipulating the game so that, uh, the, that the Chiefs would win and Taylor Swift would be on the, the stage with the, the trophy and, and tell everyone to, to vote for Joe Biden. Look, I, I think it's clear she already came out. I love that Mark Hamill posted on Twitter. Her tweet from 2020 basically saying, we are not going to let you win. We're going to vote you out. So I think it's already pretty clear that, that Taylor Swift, uh, where her allegiances lie in far, as far as democracy goes and supporting uh, the future of America. Uh, because, again, I, right, I haven't been on the air since Donald Trump said, if people in NATO don't up their ante, if they don't pay up more, Russia, not only will I say Russia can attack them, that he can do whatever he wants. How is that? Seriously. And, and he, again, I say this every single time. It's not just that he says these ridiculous and awful things. And so many of them are beyond the pale. It's the applause that he gets. I mean, are they listening? Yeah, Russia should go ahead and evade. And they can do whatever they want. They can basically run ramshot over Europe. Folks, we have got to support Ukraine in the vicious and violent invasion by Russia. This is an investment for the the future of the planet and democracy everywhere. That's that's the bottom line. And the idea that now Speaker Mike Johnson, who has the Senate bill, has said he will not be calling it. He has no sense of urgency as people continue to need the aid we need, and again, at a time when friggin' Tucker Carlson is sitting across from Putin with his shoe in his mouth, just licking it. It's not a boot. I'm sure it was a loafer. He was. He's a loafer licker. Is that the, Andy? Is that the same as being a boot licker, being a loafer licker? Because I, I mean, so who? Who's was it? Tony Fitzpatrick, a little bit ago, that called him Schmucker Carlson. <laughs> It was it smucker or schmucker? I like either one of those because he was he was trying to smucker up 
to uh, to Putin. God, that was so strange to watch. I mean, really, Tucker Carlson then gives a speech about how beautiful Moscow is and it's the most clean city. And dude, because it's not a democracy, because they have an authoritarian, because they're afraid for their lives. You cannot speak out against the government in Russia. It's, I've never seen anything like it. Move there, dude. Go all in. Go all in. Get your uh, Russian dolls and just have a, you know, just stack them on top of each other. Put your life in there and go away. Go ahead. Go live in Russia. That's that's fine. Uh, it, it, well, where are we? I, I really, I saw that a part, a clip of him talking to Putin. And I saw a clip of him afterwards saying, basically worshiping the culture of Russia, the government of Russia. And and I really I'm like what 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 year am I in? What is happening? It's really surreal uh, that this is happening right before our very eyes. And uh, again, Trump has said he wants to be a dictator. We've seen him with dictators just just absolutely gaga over them, worshiping them as well. And it, look, he said he wants to be a dictator. It's a five alarm bell, bell, five alarm fire bell with a bell. All the bells are ringing here. This is not a good bell. It's an emergency, people. I uh, I just don't. <laughs> I really am flabbergasted about where we were and how people are feeling. Uh, I know that, um, that there are issues. I think my favorite meme today is uh, the two, the evil guy, and I'm sure I, the emperor. Okay, the emperor from Star Wars. Side by side photos of the emperor from Star Wars. You know the the evilest character in the entire Star Wars universe, right? The one that wanted to have Darth Vader and, and Luke Skywalker duel it out, and uh, he wanted to, to lure Luke to the dark side. They have a picture of him with the dark hood and Yoda. I love that. Two old dudes. Now who are you going to choose? I'm just saying. Wisdom, experience, kind-hearted, working for the people of America, or the guy who wants to destroy everything out of retaliation and control. He wants power. He's a con man. He will trick you. He is the snake. I mean, it's so weird. It's still... Again, I, I was watching Twitter on Sunday during the Super Bowl, and people were mad about the Christian ads. And it was amazing because it was everybody. I'm sure there are people who liked it. Oh, yeah, that's a, the police officer is 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 cleaning the feet of a gay man who's dressed femininely and a man of color. And, and there's all these people washing people's feet. Right. And the magas are like, oh, this is woke. What's this woke commercial? Only it's a Christian commercial funded by people who are adamantly against the ability of women to determine their feet, their futures. They are against women's autonomy. They are against families. Ooh, what is happening on my on my headsets? Uh, I, it just is insane. So the, those folks are mad at the images of people washing in the in the uh, sort of visage that you would you know we've been taught from the Bible. The, the true meaning of doing something for another man is washing their feet. And, the, and they're mad at that because it looks woke. And then, of course, we if you have tens of millions of dollars to buy an ad, you have money to clothe people, to house people. And you're spending it on 
a, what, a popularity contest during the Super Bowl? Are you kidding me? I have to uh, check and see. My headsets aren't working, so I can't take a call just yet. Hold on one second, everybody, on the, on the call. Let me take a quick break here. The phone lines are open. I know you're there. I just got to make sure my headsets are working because I can't hear nothing. And uh, if I take a phone call, I'm pretty sure it'll be the same. So what's on your mind today? 773-763-9278. I know that, by the way, another element uh, to talk, another thing to talk about in the news is that the Supreme Court has given Jack Smith until, uh, I believe, next week to uh, enter his response uh, for the uh, Trump has Trump's lawyers have asked the Supreme Court to uh, stay the decision. Uh, of the, this, I believe it was the uh, circuit court. Well, no, the appellate court. Some court said that he was not. He didn't have complete immunity, and he wants that to be. Uh, he, he wants him to, to decide on that case as well. So let's take a break here and let me know what's on your mind while I fix my headsets. Coming up later, we have Jake Johansson who's performing this weekend at Zanies, and uh, coming up at six o'clock, we have Warren Price from European U.S. Collision Center, our friend of the Technocraft Division. Uh, it's a collision center, so you can go to uh, europeanus.com and find out about the great work that they do. He'll be in studio with Tim Walco. We also want to thank our friend K- Kirk Bankshead from Monaco Brewing Company. Go to monacobrewingcompany.com and find out about their great progressive brews. And I just got off a phone call, uh, a board meeting with the folks. At one aim, and of course, uh, the director of that uh, organization is the uh, director of Kids Above All. Go to Kids Above All, support Dan Katowski and all the incredible people that do work for kids and families across the Chicagoland area. It's kidsaboveall.org, helping kids live their happiest, safest lives, many of whom who've survived trauma. So please help them out. 773 763 9278 is the number to call today. <laughs> More after this on WCPT 820. Patty Vasquez is taking your calls now at 773-763-9278. Driving it home with Patty Vasquez now on WCPT 820. Thank you so much for hanging out with us as we drive it home. I'm your host, Patty Vasquez. And when I hear that I have a, someone on the line that has a bone to pick with me, I'll take it. Hey, Barry. Barry's out of Wicker Park. What's on your mind, my friend? Hey, thanks for taking my call. Um, it may not be as uh, quite as much of a disagreement as, as it may seem on the screen there, but I think if you're going to, and Democrats are going to try to get Biden elected, we all know what Trump's about. We all know what you know his personality, how terrible he is. I don't know if it's the best time to portray Biden as a kindly man or a kindly old man or whatever at this time. Um, you know, when he is going behind Congress's back and sending hundreds of millions for munitions to slaughter the Palestinian people, that's not kindly. And a lot of things he's doing overseas are not kindly. So maybe the, maybe the like okay. infrastructure bill and things that are in there or the Inflation Reduction Act, there's some good stuff in there and some bad stuff, but pick the good stuff. Maybe go with the concrete stuff well, that he's doing would you say and that not those, the conceptual would you, Okay, that's fair. And do you think, would you say that in those things that he's done in the Inflation Reduction Act, including holding down prices, and, and look, I don't disagree that it is unconscionable what is happening in Israel. And I have said all, over and over again, to having that discussion for me, I'm over my I'm over my skis, out of balance. It's over my, I'm, I'm terrible at those conversations and wrapping my mind around it and don't even try to I, I really uh, can't disagree with you that it's horrendous. And again, my my ability to wrap my mind around how we are doing it and why we are doing it is uh, outside of my <laughs> scope. So maybe we can agree that there is kindness in the legislation that he has brought to fruition, including holding down prescription costs, uh, making so much more accessible for seniors, uh, creating jobs where we are as far as like not that he not that believe me, what is happening in Israel is not an act of kindness and supplying munitions is not an act of kindness. I agree with that. 
Well, yeah, he's doing that all over the world, unfortunately, in that sense. But and, and would you here, say we, we have always, uh, we, I mean, we, that's, that's part of the, what are the military-industrial complex. We spend more money on defense than anything else. And that's one of the reasons, to Trump's point about why we pay so much in NATO, we, that's because our defense budget is so big. We're like, yeah, we'll, we'll toss them in there, too, and, and supply the munitions there. Do you know what I'm saying? That's unfortunately right, well, part and parcel for who we are. Somebody's got to change it because otherwise Trump's going to get elected. That's that's a big problem. That's one of the main problems we have with the militarism. And I'm very concerned about that. Okay, but Biden's so, not the one. So pushing, but, do you think there's a possibility of pushing him towards being less, uh, you know, with language from him that expressed, uh, a, you know, concern and movement toward, you know, less militarism in the world? Would that be effective? No. Because no. his actions don't reflect it, unfortunately. Because he's backing okay. Yemen right now, backing MBS and all. It's just not going to work because okay. the actions... Lie and people don't like that hypocrisy. So I would say for the Inflation Reduction Act, I'm a physician, and yeah, it's great they're negotiating Medicare drug prices, but it is only 10 drugs, and it's happening in three years. And my senior patients are not too thrilled about that either. So that one I don't talk to them about. I mean, talk to them about it in reality and what's happening in the medical system because they're mad at everybody about that, and, and they're, they're not happy about it at all. Um, but that's at least a step. But it's a step that is not probably enough to be felt in people's lives enough to say, hey, let's vote for a Democrat, especially right now, because it's happening in three or four years. And it's only 10 out of 20,000 prescription drugs. So it's not the best. It'll cut costs, which is good, and ten, the 10 most expensive drugs. But again, that's sort of like this half-baked sort of neoliberal legislation that, that gets Democrats kind of on the fence and straddle the line and stuff. And I don't know if that's the best either. But I mean, again, there's good stuff. I don't mean to be overcritical, but it really concerns me because – I don't think Biden's the best leader, and I think that he is not going to represent the Democratic Party maybe as it should be, unfortunately. That's, that's my great concern. And I think that re- reflects a lot of uh, frustrations from progressives. I, I think that's absolutely true. Yeah. Yeah. That, that, that yeah. is the case. And, and I think, He's a follower. He'll do stuff if you push him here and there. He'll do it here and there. He'll nip away, and he'll do stuff, and, and which look, is great, but he's the, just not a leader. See, I think that and that's I think that that was part of why he won was that for many he was and maybe it was that grandfatherly look. Maybe it was what he said. Uh, It was that, you know, the the attitude that he had in in contrast to Trump. There wasn't. Look, I was an Elizabeth Warren. Uh, I like Pete Buttigieg. There are you know, there are Democrats that I would regard a little bit higher in that situation right now. uh, I don't know if you listen to Stephanie Miller. This is what's for dinner. And and. Perhaps, you know, saying he's kind, it is more in that sense of Yoda. And even actually, when you think about it, Yoda was kind of a jerk. <laughs> yeah. I mean, <laughs> to be people, fair. It, it, just, it just ain't going to make it because, like, you know, the, the, the Muslim population is not going to vote for him. The black population is peeling off away from him. I mean, he's not a leader. Maybe one thing he's actually led on that's really he's leading the wrong way in many of these things, unfortunately. This is not going well for him. But right. I'm very concerned and, about that. That's and, all. And, yeah, I and I wish there were a way for him to have that contrast of because there isn't a way to say, yes, we're doing this uh, in Gaza. But look what happened when Trump was in office. You know what I'm saying? With the Muslim ban and those kinds well, of things. And that's you know not what? great. Many people feel a, gen- a genocide is just as bad as Trump. What's worse, Trump or a genocide? I don't know. I mean, they're both awful. So, I mean, I, okay. I, it's hard to really balance those things and say that to people. It's not that convincing to people who are affected by it. You know, they're not going to buy it, you know, unfortunately. And I, I have to buy it, but I really don't, actually, because it's just like half a dozen of one to six of the other. They're both doing awful things in different departments, and they're both 
sort of question, have questionable morality in these things, and it really, really worries me. I mean, Trump, yeah, we know his morality is he has none. But and Biden maybe tries or at least follows the leader sometimes, which is Bernie Sanders in his office of budget management maybe. But I, I still am just really, really – I don't think his chances are good, and I don't think he can change a directory. It's going the wrong way. It's just going the wrong way, and can I'm you, very concerned about it. But I appreciate you taking my call about it. Of course. It. Can you see Biden as at least live to fight another day for democracy? Because I don't see that with Trump. Well, I don't think so. And a lot of people, mm. the whole thing about saving democracy, a lot of people don't feel like they're in a democracy. So they didn't even buy that either. I mean, I mean, what, what democracy... You know, for people who are speaking up about Palestine, Nancy Pelosi saying the FBI should investigate him for being funded by Putin or for the people in the communities that have never had a say, you know. So I don't know. I think the democracy thing plays with this base, which is like a small percentage like Trump's electorate. But I don't think it plays to a wider base, unfortunately, you know, because, you know, people people aren't that's not the first thing on their mind. You know, unfortunately, it's just not. And Barry, you you reflect the opinions that that are in my house, uh, because my son, uh, when I asked him, like, well, what if Trump win? He wins. He goes, well, at least I get to see how it ends. And I (laughs) (laughs) I hope not that. that, No, but I mean, like, that's that's the possibility that a lot of us feel. So that's well. A lot of people feel the possibility that Biden's going to lead us into nuclear confrontation, too. A lot of people feel that, including both of the atomic scientists. So, okay. I mean, there, there, there are different ways it can end. But it, either way, um, there, there, there's a balancing act there, unfortunately, too. But I, I understand what he's saying, but I, don't, I hope that wouldn't happen. But a lot of people won't even know if Trump's elected because they don't know if when Trump's president or Biden's president, they don't feel any difference. You know, they're, they're so isolated from the system, you know. Right. We, uh, we talk about this a lot. We marinate in this. And there are people who won't even be, yeah. uh, be paying attention to a lot of these things until October. So that's fair. Barry, it was right. good to hear from you. Okay. Yeah. Thanks so much. And thanks for taking my call. I appreciate it so much. Yeah. Have, a, have a good day, Patty. Thank Take you so care. much. Thank you, Barry. Thank you. Woo. All right. Uh, let's go to Jim real quick. Jim in Chicago. What's on your mind, my friend? Hey, Kitty, how was the Art Institute for you? Oh, that's right. Still there? I forgot that. Uh, yeah, my, so, folks, I took Friday off. Was I? I was on the air, was I? Right. It was great filling hosts on Friday, too. Dan and Megan were here. I listened to the show a little bit while I was out with my mom. We went to the Art Institute, had a fabulous time. My mom said it's like visiting old friends, uh, and she hasn't been there in a while, so she's planning to go more often. We went for a wonderful dinner in uh, Hyde Park, and then we went to go see my son perform in an improv troupe. And then we went back to U Chicago to see Griffin uh, again uh, just to have dinner with him. So we had a wonderful weekend. And then mom said she wanted to watch the Super Bowl. And so we enjoyed the Super Bowl Sunday together. It was a fantastic birthday weekend for my mom celebrating her 89th birthday. Sounds terrific. Isn't there one day it's free? I used to tell the tourists uh, there was one day it was free. And I'd say, go on Tuesday. It was a Tuesday. I can't recall. But I always tell the tourists, you got to see the Iron Institute. In fact, that holds two places in the world for the best museum and the best art museum. It holds two distinct uh, places in museums. Yep. And that's how fantastic it is. Anyway, Patty, I'm glad you had a good time. Thank you. We have the, uh, this is a race between the two Methuselahs. This is the Methuselah race, right? Two oldest people that probably ran for presidency of this in the United States. The two oldest. But here's the deal. Biden in his primary was up against 10 younger candidates, and he ran away with it. Why wasn't his age a big deal then? And Trump, an old man against younger people, they never brought up his age. Now that we're on the precipice of this election, 
And people want to bring up Biden's age. Well, it's I interesting. contend that they're both ancient. They're yes. both ancient. Let's, yeah. let's face it. They're yeah. both ancient. Trump would be 80 years old in the White House. Celebrating his birthday in the White House. And real quick, Patty. Yeah. The odds on this election are identical the odds in 2020. So all the people who think they can predict the future, good luck to them. The odds are exactly the same. In 2020, Trump was eight to five. Biden was a two and a half, a little over two and a half to one. So meaning if you bet two dollars on Trump, you get back three eighty. If you bet two bucks on Biden, you get back four sixty. And it's exactly the same right now. Wow. But the only difference but the only difference is, Patty, he didn't have ninety one indictments. It wasn't the role. It wasn't an insane attitude toward COVID. Uh you, should I go on? I mean he didn't have that kind of baggage in twenty twenty. Well, he was favored all the way up until November of 2020, because I checked the odds constantly, Patty, and the odds are eerily the same, absolutely the same. Wow. So you can't tell me that they have any advantage, Republicans. They have a candidate who blew COVID. He told us to use bleach and a light bulb up our behind. He knew it in February. He didn't even let on about it. Then he had an insurrection. Then he's been indicted what ninety one times, and now you you know what you know what's interesting at PBS the two girls that do the politics there, what what was said that the interesting thing is about Trump and his uh, diatribes are nobody records them because they're so vulgar they couldn't go through the they couldn't go through the media. Wow, it was just so much vulgarity that it wouldn't go through the media. Jeez. So in other words, Fertini goes on for two hours at those rallies talking absolute insanity. So he's you've cussing, got, you've he's got cussing to, and saying all kinds of things at those rallies. Well, and we, just to, get, we don't get to hear. Wow. We don't get to hear because they can't record them. They can't be recorded because they won't go through the news media. Oh, I did not know that. <laughs> yeah, that's the, yeah, that's the answer got truth. And you've got Biden. You've got Joe Biden. As far as I'm concerned, he doesn't miss a beat. Well, he was hysterical the other day when he said, uh, you know, I, I'm a little older. I, I think I remember you guys. And he said, said one reporter, he goes, you know, one that always bugging him. He goes, yeah, I think I remember you. I mean, he, he's got an Irish sense of humor. Yeah. At least he has a that. sense of humor. Yep. But I mean, this, but I'm not worried about it because this is exactly, Patty, the odds are exactly eerily the same, except. Uh, crazy Trump didn't have all that insanity behind him. And you know what Trump, I talked to your strategist. He said he thinks, this is what Trump is open for. Republicans. He's open for Georgia. He's open for Nevada. And uh, what's the other state? Oh, Arizona. Those right. are the three states he's counting at. Now, he might get to it. Georgia, these are all nice edges. These are all nice edges. But... As far as I can see, Michigan is the Republicans are broke in Michigan. Yep. Wisconsin, you, you saw what happened in Wisconsin it, it, during a COVID. During COVID, they elected a Democratic judge up there. They got out there and, and, and for fear of their lives and, and put in a Democratic judge. So I think Wisconsin will go. You know, it's close, of course, but we'll go to Biden. And Nevada, as far as I'm concerned, I can't see they've been go, they've been kind of Democratic for years. I don't know. Arizona's got a Democratic governor. They got rid of that nut there. Georgia, I mean, unless they can suppress the votes in Atlanta, and uh, I don't see. I think it's going to. It looks identical to me. It looks absolutely identical. Except this time, Trump has got every kind of baggage you could possibly imagine. Man, 
So that's, Jim, you are fired no, up. I mean, <laughs> I mean, I mean it. I mean it. I, I, I talked to my bookie. I said, "Well, I'll take the I'll take the six. Uh, he says, "I'll take a couple of grand of the, of the six. I'll take the extra buck forty, because because this is this is identical to last year. I did the same yeah. thing in twenty twenty. That's wild. So well, I'll do the same thing this day. No, it's not wild. It's the truth. Yeah, yeah it's the no, truth. Anyway, Patty, thanks, good, Jim. Glad you had a good time. Thanks, take care, man. Take care, Jim on a chair. Thanks, Jim. All right, let me see. Let me see if Paul wants to go now or wait until after my great conversation with uh, the comedian, the fabulous, wildly wonderful uh, Jake Johansson's coming up after the break. Paul, do you want to join us now for about 30 seconds or do you want to hang out for about a little bit? I'll tell you what, I'll get back to you. You get back to me? Go ahead, give give us a teaser. It's it's Paul from Seattle, the host of the Kitchen Table Progressives. Just give us a teaser of what you can talk about when you come back. Well, you know what? I'm thinking about you're talking about the condition of of the media and everything else. And uh-huh. I, this is what this is what I told. And I said, um, you know what? Um, we have the opposite of 1984 of George was where it was all state TV. Right, was going to take us over. Move back into the screen area, please. The state was going to. No, we have the crazy American media. And we also have the opposite of Alvin Toffler's future shock, which said that we were going to be overrun by technology. Technology would overcome us. No, it's been the vehicle, because by definition, right. technology is means user-friendly science. Well, as, as Tom Hartman calls it, the morbidly wealthy are really running all this. It's all about profit. The corporations. Yeah. yeah, so. yeah. All right. Give us a call back. Thanks. Okay. Thanks, Paul. When we come back, we're talking to Jake Johansson. He's performing this week at Zany's, and I'm very excited to catch up with him because I haven't seen him in years. More after this on WCPT 820, Heartland Signal. You're listening to Driving It Home with Patty Vasquez on WCPT 820. In town this week at Zany's is one of my favorite human beings on the planet who also happens to be extraordinarily funny. Uh, I Just the most wonderful brain. I, that's only, is that a weird way to describe someone? You have a wonderful brain, Jake Johansson. Well, that's so sweet of you to say. <laughs> I don't. I don't even know if it's. I don't know. I don't, I'm not positive what it means. I mean, it's uh, very complimentary. Um, just the way you can take one thing and make it so delicious, and, and show us all the elements that we never even considered, but know are there. That's the best way I can. I can describe it. I'm just saying. I, 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 let me well, get to You're welcome. Um, the, one of the, my favorite memories, and in the middle of a very tumultuous time, was performing with you at Zany's on Wells, and we hung out afterwards at the Old Town Ale House, and I believe we were there till closing. It's a 4 a.m. bar, because they had not finished oh counting God. the votes in Florida, and we were up all night <laughs> just talking about, like, you and I were both, like, wide-eyed, like, how is this happening? And who knew that things would get crazier? But how is have you been, my friend? Well, I've, I've been good. I, I've, I've been sort of, how is this happening my way through life? I, been... I agree. What, what is happening? I, I, well, I can't, I don't, I, I, when you brought up uh, the election again, that elect, that election, yes, which that. we thought was crazy. Yes. But then, then, then the, the, 
Trump, when he got elected election, I felt like that was just like, hey, I'm in the wrong, you know, like this idea that there's an alternative reality or an alternative timeline where where everything, no matter all the choices, every choice, every little thing that happens, not just presidential elections, but uh, hey, this morning I had oatmeal instead of toast. You know, how would the world be different? I just felt like after that 20. 2020 election uh, or, or whatever the no no now I'm talking about 2016 2016 election I thought I'm, I'm in the wrong timeline I'm I'm I, I can't this doesn't make sense to I just nothing seems real and so now I feel like uh, everybody's worried about AI and I feel like we don't need to worry about AI because if AI was going to take over it, it probably already has taken over like if AI wakes oh. up it's not going to say hey I'm awake and you work for me. The AI is just going to start doing stuff, you know, and like if like if you were being held hostage in the trunk of a car, what the smart thing to do is to just pretend you're unconscious, you know, and so the AI is just going to see what it can get away with. Like, I wonder if I can get this crazy reality TV show host elected president. And then it did it. And so now what's the AI going to do next? Well, none of us really knows for sure. I'm just I'm just trying to keep my head down. And, and by the way, my comedy show is not, I'm not trying to do political things. I, 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 just want I don't to want to make anybody mad. It's, I just feel like. Yeah. I, I, yeah. Go, go ahead. ahead. No, you go. Well, I just want to say I, I'm I, in my comedy show. I'm just trying to make everybody laugh. Of course, I've got opinions about politics and who I voted for. But I could, hey, if you voted for the other person, I, I only want to hear what you think. I just want to hear what you're thinking. Maybe not during the comedy show, but I'm not trying to broadcast political opinions. I'm just trying to talk about things that we can all agree are funny or silly in my comedy show. That's what I'm doing. And that's what you do so magically. Was it what what did you land at? Well, last I had counted in your appearances on David Letterman, I believe. I think it was 37 the last time I introduced you on stage. What did you, uh, where did you end up? Well, the final number it was 46, oh. and that includes, so my last appearance was in within a few months of his stopping, and I was a little disappointed because 46, that was my 46. I mean, he could have only, if he had just kept going for another couple of years, I could have gotten to 50, which right. is a nicer number. But but 46 is the most, they told me it's the most times of someone doing stand-up on Letterman. Obviously, other comedians have been on more times. Richard Lewis used to go on and just sit down and talk about crazy stuff. And uh, But but uh, doing straight stand-up appearances, I that was the record, 46. Spectacular. And that's me. That's yeah. how many times. Yeah, you, you need an award for that. I feel like, I feel, was there confetti when you were done? Was there like an orchestra that, like, was there at least a standing ovation? Because I would have led that. Something? No, there wasn't. A, mm. Well, there was a there was a kind of a handshake, and then <laughs> the makeup lady and I had a little hug. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I had an ongoing friendship with Biff, who was the stage manager. Um, all of those things are my cherished keepsakes. Well, the, well, and the memory of having done that really just a, a magical comedian, so funny. And he'll be at Zany's this week. Is it uh, just the sixteenth, or you have other dates? I'm only. Is it Chicago at, uh, on the sixteenth? Are you at Rosemont too? Yeah. Well, I'm. Uh, I, Friday is the sixteenth. Is that right? So I'm at. I'm in Zany's on Wells on the. 16th and 17th. Okay. So Friday and Saturday, I'm on the Well Street, old school Chicago, which is the one place that my daughter has come on the road to see the show and said, Dad, the next time you're here, can I come back? This place is so cool. So I, 
<laughs> so I'm there on Friday and Saturday, and then Sunday I'm in Rosemont. Okay, folks. Yeah, as he mentioned, and not only is a club fantastic and legendary, I mean, it's it's like the storefront comedy club. It's a long, narrow room. It's very intimate, and it's an old town. Yeah, a lot of great places to visit and, and eat and just browse. And then Rosemont is in the middle of an entertainment complex, so you can't lose going to see just the comedy alone and then, you know, just having a great night out. It's fantastic. Uh, so from how old well, you? Go ahead. Here's how I'm pitching it, too. If you forgot to make a Valentine's plan, what you do is you buy tickets to my show, and because you're not going to get anywhere on Valentine's Day if you forgot <laughs> right now. So you buy tickets to my show Friday, Saturday, or Sunday, and then you give them to whoever you're taking on Valentine's Day, and you say, this is where we're going for Valentine's. That's how you get out of it. I just saved you. And, and they say that uh, nothing turns uh, – people on more than laughing so you I'll, I'll take care of that and then you just go home and have sex that's all you have to do <laughs> that's all you have to do although I, I, Valentine's Day is a good time to, to go with somebody that you already you know are in a relationship with I always laugh when there's a couple there for the very they're on their very first date at a comedy show it's it, it, it's a strange thing I mean yay I guess too much pressure exactly too much pressure Exactly. And don't bring a don't 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 take a date to a wedding. Never take a date to a wedding. It better be an ongoing. If you're taking someone to a wedding, better it be an ongoing relationship because there's there's going to oh. be people are going to have fantasies. If you're at a wedding with someone, they're going to think like, well, how come we don't? Why don't we? What are we going to? Yeah. So don't. Anyway, so I've, be careful. I've told people uh, that if you're if you start dating somebody, you're not sure whether or not to take it to the next level, whether it's moving in or meeting parents. Go on a weekend trip. If they read every street sign, every billboard, start cutting their toenails, whatever it is, not let you use the the, the air conditioner when it's hot out. I'm not saying this based on previous relationships, Jake. I'm just saying that there are ways to try people out. Don't take them to a wedding, but do take them on a weekend trip to to take them for a twirl. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, well, I think a weekend trip. Yeah, that's a good idea. You definitely want to have a good look at all the crazy stuff they do. And also, I would say, if you're getting married, just keep in mind that whatever you think is the most amazing, charming thing that the other person does, that's the thing that's going to drive you crazy. Yes. Yeah. You'll, you'd be surprised. You would be surprised. So I know that uh, yeah. things got crazy for us uh, for a couple of years there with the pandemic. I did a lot of virtual shows. I know you were doing a lot of things, uh, keeping people laughing. How has it been uh, the last couple of years? Uh, you know, I feel like, especially when we first opened up, there was such an urgency to have a good time. And I, it's, it's, it's a little bit different now, but like that first year, uh, first few months, I was like, okay, you guys are laughing in the wrong places. You were so eager to be outside. Did you experience a little bit of that? Yeah, I did. Well, I think that that was the great thing. And I, and I was ending my shows, and I still am ending my shows sort of with, on a more, you know, the classic way to end your comedy show is you, you're building to a big crescendo. You tell a, you say something, it's a giant laugh, and then you, you say, you guys are great. Thank you. Goodbye. And now I like to do that. But then I like to say, hey, you know, this it's really important. You only, you really appreciate something when it gets taken away from you or when you think you might lose it. And uh, that I really felt that during um, the pandemic. And, uh, and it's been a challenge to get back out there, you know, yeah. For we were shut in. We celebrated the pandemic a little bit longer in California than some of the other parts of the United States, and uh, so everything was shut here for a year. And so I had to wait for California to open up before I could start getting on stage. And then my wife. This is a little bit on a 
kind of a side. There's no easy way to tell people this, but uh, my wife got cancer in uh, right after oh. the pandemic. She's fine now. She just got a clean bill of health with her last bone marrow thing. Mm. Um, but uh, but so that kind of took me out of the road, uh, out of the road. And so I, I feel like, boy, there's nothing to put you in touch with what is really important than when you when you're in danger of losing it. And obviously, my wife is the most important lesson of that. But but stand up comedy, uh, you know, of course, the people who come out to see the show are having a good time. And, and of course, at the end of the show, they're really appreciative and they want to give you a round of applause. And I do like the idea that I'm saying thank you at a crescendo, a peak moment of happiness. But uh, it's a two way street. And I feel like when I thought I was going to when I thought I was had to give up audiences and being on stage and being around people who are having a good time, I, I was really oh. it put me in touch with how much I love it and how much I I really enjoy it and and kind of how how important you know we're not doctors we're not <laughs> we're not we're not saving lives but when you think about how many times you and I have been on stage in front of a, a room full of people who came in feeling one way and walked out feeling happier. Just the experience over all these decades is powerful. It's it's a powerful thing for me. It's rewarding. And I'm really grateful to all the people who come out and, and the fact that we still get to do it again. So that's my little, I, that's I my agree. little speech. I was just at a meeting the other day uh, with some performers. We were just getting together and doing we, – we, I do find that more of us are doing wellness checks with each other. Uh, and, and I think that's it's an interesting development. I think that a lot of the younger performers uh, – and one woman, uh, when she spoke, said that she was at the lowest point in her life. She had been uh, – homeless with her children, finally got a job, and a friend of hers asked her to go to a comedy show, and uh, she saw me on stage and said, I want to be her, and she's a very talented comedian, and I was like, I mean, that, how cool is that, that uh, it's just weird to so me. Nice. Yeah, it's it's tremendous. Where so where did you grow up, Jake? I don't even know if I, I, I don't know if we've ever had this conversation. Where did you grow up, my friend? Well, I'm a Midwestern person. I, I was born in Iowa, Iowa City. My parents were at college, and then my dad's first job was in La Crosse, Wisconsin, and so I spent most of my childhood in La, Qua- La Crosse, oh. Wisconsin, with uh, five years in Clarksville, Tennessee. Wow! And then I went back to college in Iowa. So, so a lot of a lot of Midwest time. Where did the Where did the itch come from? Was, were you what? Was there? Did you grow up on uh, watching stand up comics, and or was it something? You know, tell us what was the catalyst for this wonderful career? Well. Um, <laughs> I was so I went to college. I thought I wanted to be a veterinarian, so that's why I went back to Iowa because I went to Iowa State because I had a vet school. I changed my major a couple times, and I auditioned. I, I liked being on stage a little bit in, in high school, but I wasn't a drama kid or anything like that. But I, I auditioned for this play in college called Sexual Perversity in Chicago. It's by David Mamet. Yes, and um, and they made it into a movie with Rob Lowe, and uh, there's Debbie. four four yeah. characters in it. So. Yeah. Yeah, I said to me more, and I, I played I played the Rob Lowe character in the in the play in Iowa, and the guy who played the other male character, who was kind of a fast talking, um, slob, sort of a ladies' man in the worst possible expression of the word, was was a guy who was 10 years older than me and he and the director worked at this restaurant so I got did the play we had a great time I got a job at the restaurant I got to be friends with this other guy and he was supposedly he would he had been a he was a comedian in Chicago but he was in Ames Iowa 
which is where I was going to college, <laughs> because he had a baby with a woman there. Oh. And then his his dream was to go to um, to California, to, to San Francisco, to do stand-up. He had done stand-up in Chicago. He said to me he had done stand-up in Chicago at uh, Mr. Kelly's, yeah, I think yeah. it was called. Um, yeah. And uh, he was going to San Francisco because that's where Robin Williams started. He had this uh, magazine article, Newsweek magazine article about Robin Williams starting out at a club called the Holy City Zoo. So that's where he was going. And I was kind of at a crisis point in college or a transition. I didn't really like the path I was on. And so I decided I was going to drop out of college and go to San Francisco with him. Well, he went out and was going to get an apartment and I was going to work for another three months and save money and then come out. But he, he was back before I left, but I'd already dropped out of college and told my parents and everyone else that that's what I was doing. So I ended up going to San Francisco. I had a cousin who lived there and she hooked me up with some friends and I got an apartment and uh, I moved to San Francisco to do stand-up, and that was in 1982. And in 1986, I won the San Francisco comedy competition, and at the same time, I had auditioned for the HBO Young Comedian Special, and that was a 10-year anniversary special, and they had comedians from each city, New York, San Francisco, a new comedian. I was a new comedian from San Francisco being introduced by an established comedian who had been on the Young Comedian Special years before. So in, in L.A., for example, it was Harry Anderson was the established comedian, and he was introducing Ellen DeGeneres. And in San Francisco, I was the new comedian, and I was being introduced by Robin Williams. No! And so <laughs> I, I moved to San Francisco because oh that's where Robin Williams started. And this big first break I had was uh, I was on the Young Comedian special being introduced by him. And then his managers produced the special, and they liked me, and so they... I became a client at the same with the same managers as Robin Williams. Oh. You know, it was it was I am I'm so happy I asked. That's amazing. Yeah. It's and I had only recently kind of as I was telling that story to someone else, realized that the connection of like I moved there because he started there and then my big break was with him. I hadn't even it's funny how that happened to me and I didn't put it together until Literally decades later, like, oh, that's actually like from a that, that you'd read that in a novel. Yeah. Well, you also I mean, yeah. you just have such a I, I don't know if you realize if, if comics like you and and some of the other greats realize, you know, comics like me watch you and go, I, do, I don't even know how you, it, it's you're dazzling. I, I just want you to know that. I know that I, I hope oh. I know you've been told that before. I just want you to hear it. Uh, you are absolutely dazzling. You are uh, your your thoughts just go on and on. And, and, and I know it takes a lot of hard work, but, you know, to audiences, it seems breezy and easy. We know that coming up with that kind of material is very it can be very hard and, and taxing. And you do such a fantastic job. Truly one of the greats ever. So I just want to say that. So in case I, I don't get to see you this weekend, <laughs> just saying it now. Well, gosh, I, I don't even I don't even know what to say to that. That's that's such a nice. I mean, if I could have written something, I wouldn't even have written that for you to say because I would have thought she, she's not going to say she won't say that. Um, so I don't know, I don't know what to say back to it. But uh, thank you. That's well, a very generous compliment. Well, Letterman liked you enough to have you on forty six times. That ain't nothing. I'm just saying. I, uh, none times. None times for me. Eddie Brill said I have that one joke that's hilarious. That's all I got from them. So. <laughs> 
<laughs> well, you got to go. You got to love the one. You go where they love you, and uh, don't worry too much about the yes. ones who. Oh no, no, no. Are, you know. I, I have no regrets. I, and and to that though, that's what I'm saying is that watching you and comedians who are so prolific like you, who keep working and bringing out new material, and are, are just you'll always you'll always shine. And that that's why I love working with you. I've always loved sharing the stage with you. I love talking to you now. I love that I have a memory of staying up until four in the morning, uh, trying to understand what a hanging chad is and trying to laugh at it, but being terrified <laughs> by it. So it's all those things, all oh, the things, gosh. all yeah. the things, Jake. Jake is at Zany's this weekend. He'll be at Zany's on Wells Friday and Saturday, Zany's in Rosemont on Sunday. Go to zanies.com. Buy your tickets now. Give someone their Valentine's Day gift right now. Uh, this is one of the best shows you will see all year. And I'm not going to, I'm not going to tell somebody else that Jake, unless I don't, I don't know who that would be, but uh, uh, yeah. No, please. Well, I don't even know how I would check up on that. So uh, but, <laughs> I would tell uh, you. Oh, you have no idea. I was thinking about this the other day. And to the point of like, I never do the things that I think of on stage. I was thinking about this the other day. I was so, someone uh, had bought me a drink, but I was taking out my wallet. And they're like, no, 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 I got it. And I go, I have to tip. And they're like, but I'm buying you. The, I'm like, yes, but you still tip. If you, even if you had a free drink, I, Jake, I remember every time I didn't give somebody a tip. The first time I was in college and there was a hairdresser. And uh, when I went back to tip, she had quit. And I don't think it was because of my tip. I don't think that was the problem. But there was a, a bartender at Zany's in Vernon Hills that I forgot. And she's now passed away, so I can't make it up to her. So I, I remember every time. And it just, it bothers me. So I think I tipped at Old Town Ale House. So I feel confident about that evening is all I'm saying. <laughs> well, I'll try and stop by there after a show, although that's pretty late at night now for me to go there after the late show. Oh. I, I'm not a 4 a.m. bar closer guy anymore. That's uh, Those days are behind me. Say, my friend, I get sleepy about 9.30 now. So if I'm in a, like, if I'm in a club and I'm in the dark watching a comic, I, I really like them. I'm just saying because I'm tired. I'm tired. Uh, yeah. And go to, it's jakethis.com, right? Is your website Jake This. It is. It's jakethis.com, and I'm also on uh, the, uh, the Instagram, Jake the, at jakethis on Instagram, and uh, that's a, those are good. Those are good. You're great. I love you, my friend. It was great to talk to you. Have a wonderful weekend in Chicago. I hope it warms up a little bit for you. It's not too bad here. It's not like, it's not, it's not, hor- it's not morbidly, morbidly cold. How's that? <laughs> yeah, well, not too bad. When a Chicago person tells you it's not too cold, that's a very different thing than when a California person tells you it's not too cold. My blood is so thinned out now. I'm going to wear all my clothes. I'm not even going to pack a suitcase. I'm just going to wear all my clothes <laughs> and rotate different ones to the top. You know what? That might be a good thing. It's going to be 26 degrees on Friday in the evening, 37 during the day. I've, I've got your weather forecast right here. It'll get the, it'll, You know what? It's up in the mid-40s by the weekend. You'll be okay. It's not too bad. See, I was right. Should I should I bring the bread bags to put inside my shoes? You're fine. I see no snow coming our way. Yeah, okay. No, no snow. I okay, promise. good. So far, unless things change, and then it's not my fault. <laughs> that was a lot of disclaimers at the end. <laughs> that's how I roll. Uh, I hope I get to see you this weekend. I'm gonna try to make it if I don't fall asleep, and that's not because of you. It's because of me. It's just my clock. It's my- <laughs> <laughs> Me too. Well, if you're not there, I'll blame you, okay? Yes, it, absolutely you should. It's appropriate. Have a great, be safe traveling. I love you, and I'll talk to you soon, my friend. I love you too. Thanks, Patty. Thank you, thank you. Hope I get to see you. Oh, I got to go out there this weekend. Bye, Jake. JakeThis.com, everybody. Let's take a break. I know Judy's on hold. I get that call. Sorry, someone else hung up. Oh, Paul, somebody. You can call if you want to. More after this on WCPT820, Heartland Signal. Chicago's Progressive Talk, WCPT820, where facts matter. My friend Marty, he wants to split the party. He wants blue folks and red states to vote green. 
can see his point, though I really gotta say, no, we can't have another 2016. It seems nothing beats orange, nothing even freaking rhymes with it. What's a battered nation supposed to do? His royal orange highness, he does love to divide us. We've got to stick together and vote blue. When I recycle, I'm green, green as green can be. I do my level best, yes, it's true. But when I'm voting in November, I promise to remember it's us against him. Got to vote blue. I, uh, Tim Walco has entered the studio, as has Warren Price from European U.S. Collision Center. Uh, before we go to the, you know what, I'm going to have uh, Judy, because Judy wants to talk about the caller you were talking about, uh, Tim. So let's, let's okay. how about you and Judy do it together before we go off uh, uh, to, to a tangent. Uh, so Judy, if you don't mind hanging on, I know you've been there for a bit. Uh, hi guys, Warren Price and, and uh, from European U.S. Collision Happy Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's, Valentine's Day, Day. Division Day. of Technocraft. And t- comedian Tim, Wil- Tim Walco. What happened to me there? My tongue just... Blah, 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 blah. Uh, blah, blah. Oh, I, I've got favorite people all over the place. Jake Johansson, Tim Walco, Warren Price, <laughs> Andy Vasquez. Miles behind the glass. Hi, everybody. Hi, everybody. Uh, so you guys have met now. Yes, we have. You have not met prior. You heard it on the show. Well, no, wait a you, second. I also, what about Paula? Yeah, Paula went there first. Oh, she did? My partner. And she said, this guy's great. Right? And then I had a guy just give me a horrible estimate, and he uh, straightened it out over here. I know. And well, you know, I'm going to benefit the other guy because well, it been, wasn't been, horrible. Right. It was informative. <laughs> he refers gave to, you a baseline. He what, refers what? to my parts as elderly. The other guy says they're broken. Okay. Elderly. No, I also said another word. I said they were... Mature? No, they <sighs> were... Relaxed. They were tired. Relax. They, were, they, 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 were they were fatigued. Who I needs believe. an <laughs> axle, Patty? The, for, the word was fatigued. Fatigued. Right, let's find out more about the adventures in car repair. Warren Price and Tim Walco and other things. Uh, we'll take your call seven seven three seven six three nine two seven eight. Let's take a break here for our news and updates, and uh, we'll be back in just a moment. Bring it home with Patty Vasquez. Patty Vasquez. Okay, we have a uh, a very energetic studio with our incredible guests. We have Warren Price from European U.S. Collision Center over there, a division of Technocraft over at 4080 North Broadway. You can go to europeanus.com. You know, you know what bugs me is on the weekend, well, there are people who I have post-its up and then I lost your phone number because I had it right in front of me. Oh, you mean 773-248-1200? I had to find a post-it for it. That or one, what yes. is it? 773-248-1200? No. That's no. Luna Carpeting. No. Oh, Luna Carpeting. No, 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 we're not no, doing carpeting. We're doing auto, so it's 773-248-1200. That's 1,200. 1,200. Yeah. 1,200-1200. <laughs> I got it. also 1,200. That's Tim Walco, also in the studio, by the way. What's uh, that, driven away by uh, Driven away from a mechanic who told him that his, uh, was it your brakes were dead? Oh, he said your, everything was dead. Everything was dead. Your, uh, no, I just, uh, your very, frame was broken. His frame was almost broken. His terminology was improper. Incorrect yes. and improper. 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 It, he has a, it, He's got an issue, but it wasn't broken. And not necessarily just his car. Sorry, Tim. I, it was a low hanging fruit right there. My brain. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and Warren will give you straight up uh, information oh, yeah. about. Like, I'm cold. He's so cold. He's he cold. Can, he he's humble. Park cold. He, he pulled the. <laughs> Whoa! I went to Avenue. school. Uh, Spalding and Evergreen. <laughs> my, my do you guys? I actually have you. You guys need to do a show together here. 
Yeah. Next time you go on vacation, yeah. we'll go. So they got, we'll come into the I, show. I know a guy. I got a sponsor who I think would you be very happy with that. Which one? My sponsor wore European oh, U.S. Collision yeah. Center, a division of. <laughs> we'll need an engineer, <laughs> Craig. We'll need an engineer. Uh, he he pulled the cord. The, he pulled the the, the uh, oxygen on my Honda Odyssey. He said it was it, it was not not viable. out of, not out no. of seeing. No. So I said it's time for it to go. Yeah. When Warren says it's time to go, it's time to go. Um, I know you might be surprised by this, uh, Tim, since yes. you came in wanting to respond to one of our callers yes, earlier. I and I, I um, because I have a son who has similar I- idea, uh, ideas. Well, I understand as, the ideology. Yeah. And the, and, right. He's it, a very just, he's, he can't understand that until we get people elected that are sane, including Democrats in both houses. When is it ever going to happen? Court, when, no, I don't think so. My, look. I got a for sale sign up. You know, if we lose, I'm gone. What country? Are what country are you going to? Canada. Okay. I'm going to live in uh, British they Columbia. They won't let you. I am. I already set it up. Oh, okay. Really? All you need is a quarter of a million warrants. Nothing. <laughs> you, you, warrant? you have property in Mexico, right? Uh, yeah, it's been a very poor year for us. Uh, we got uh, me and my buddy Corky. We have a, a place in. Acapulco, yeah. between the Pierre Marquez and the Princess Hotel's uh, property operated by Fairmont. They built 34 homes. The entire city of Acapulco got wasted by a hurricane this year. Oh, yes, I did yeah, not recently. know that. Yeah, yeah, it was about uh, several months ago. And, oh, uh, no. The city is in shambles. Yeah. Oh, I've been to Acapulco. You, yeah. you had to move to Canada with Tim. I don't I'm know not what I'm going to do. I'm going to win. We're not going to lose. If I have choices, I, I don't know if I want to go to Canada. Fair. That's yeah, fair. I mean, I, there, if I have choices, I'm going to start to look around. You know, why should I just go north? I and don't the, like the snow. It, there may be nothing. I love hockey. <laughs> well, then you can go. I like the fights. Okay. No, I, I, I go, well, go to Amsterdam. Why don't you join me at the CFC then some more? No, I don't oh. that. That's not what I watch. That's not, I watch the real no, guys. No, that's where we have two rings. We have an octagon no, no, and we have no, a boxing no, no. ring. And we very, have a very strange You come down sport. there. We'll, we'll work you out. There you go, Tim. <laughs> I want to see you Not in my the favorite ring. sport. Not my favorite sport. <laughs> yeah. All right, Throw the ball at 100, I can still hit it. In, a, in addition to uh, t- Tim wanting to respond to Barry, uh, so is Judy. Judy's calling from Niles. Hey, Judy, what's on your mind, my friend? I just wanted to reply to that guy earlier. To Barry, said, we're, we're being, we're being. I, I understand. The, I, I figure there will be people yelling. I Because he sounded a lot like my son, I did not yell. <laughs> but go ahead. Go ahead, Judy. Well, his one comment was the Muslims won't vote for Biden. Oh, I guarantee you, my next-door neighbors, as you maybe remember, are very observant Muslims. They will not vote for Trump. I mean, no matter what you can say about Biden, you have to always say, but the other guy's Trump. Yes, you know, absolutely. When, when he was elected... My neighbor and I walked out front like the next day, and we saw each other, and we just sort of walked toward each other, threw our arms around each other, and cried. I mean, we had wet shoulders with each other's tears. I know they are not going to. No, Barry Barry wants everything perfect, and but they don't understand the contrarians as he is, and he's seemed like a very intelligent man. That um, the reason we can't have, he said, well, there are only ten drugs that are that are uh, affordable because of Biden, because the Republicans blocked the other ten thousand, Barry. Right. And until you have people that are sane in the House and Senate, you can't move forward. Yes, we're involved with Israel. We have been for a long time. Biden's trying to separate us from the lunatic Netanyahu. The lunatic, the Trump of Israel, and ask people in Israel who they like in Tel Aviv. They ain't crazy about this guy. 
They oh, crazy no. Oh. They, were, they were carrying on about him before they had that attack. Yeah, it's the, it's the problem yeah, is he, the he problem was, is with their structure of government. There's a religious right party that gets a quarter of the votes no matter what. And then they go with this other, and it's a shame because that's not who those people are. But that's who they are, and you can't you can't turn that around. So just that Biden is standing up to Netanyahu and trying to trying to help is a step. What, what is Trump going to do? He's not, you know, he's not going to do anything. He's a lunatic. Well, that's why he's, they're not, they're he's not yelling lunatic. about about Gaza. Is that they want to? They, they said they want to turn it, Gaza into rubble. I mean, they, that's no, the, they want to make it language. look like something in, in Dubai. Have you seen the, the designs? They have the buildings already designed. Jeez. It looks like a bad theme park. Not that there's a good theme park. There will be construction. <laughs> Riverview was gone. My favorite place, the Silver Street. Oh, oh, the Bobs, my dad the liked bobs, the Bobs. The Bobs, yeah. Greyhound, no, for little kids. And the Tunnel of Love, wasn't there a Tunnel of Love? Yes, there was. I'm sorry, I, these oh, are just memories hey, in my hey, head. Keep your hands the inside years, the boat. I would really the like the perfect world, but we're not going to get it. Yeah. Right, You're we're right. not going to get a perfect and world. And we got to make the best we can. That's, That's why we true. have to vote, Democrat. Thank you, Judy. Yeah. Bye. Bye. You guys have more better things to say that I No, you're wonderful. Go for it. <laughs> Thank you, Judy. Well, she's not Bye-bye. the only one that wants to respond. To, and and I want Barry. And I think Barry's, I Barry. Barry, Barry was pretty chill. I mean, like, no, I, he, I understand where he's coming from, and, but yeah. that's not that's that's the same logic of I can't vote for Hillary Clinton because she's a war criminal. Time out. Time out. And people have suffered in the wake and of that. And the Supreme Court doesn't have anything to do with it. Have you looked at it? Five bums, six bums on there shouldn't be there. Listen to Tom Hartman today. Who, who put him there? Huh? Right. Exactly. All, all Republican judges, all Republican right. presidents. That's that's the cascade. Five. That's why extreme Catholics, not normal Catholics, extreme Catholics. Five of them, if not six. And and Citizens United destroyed America. Yes, then I, you can buy politicians. Until then, and before that, in 1976, there was an issue. It's it's what it is. You can bribe and buy your senators. He will protect the billionaires who pay no taxes compared to what we pay in the middle class. Oh yeah, isn't that thirty-seven percent? They don't pay thirty seven percent of your do- no my dollars. Oh go yeah, to me too. Yeah. yeah, did you see that? Uh, is it Jeff Bezos is going to move to Florida so he can save six hundred million dollars? Because <laughs> he needs taxes. to save money. Yeah. yeah, exactly. I wonder what his you insurance take is going to be. Six hundred million and donate it to, to to kids to kids to homeless people. Did you see where the they're gonna, more insurance companies have doubled their insurance in Florida? Oh yeah, home insurance. It's oh, costing there, them it's more mortgages. On. It's costing yeah. more than their mortgages, and yeah. and DeSantis is doing jack squat about it. He's not that popular down there right now. He'll probably. Oh, he's well, on, he can't run for re-election. Having, so yeah. well, who's going to run against him? They don't. He's, yeah. he's a, it's a two-term. They they have a term limit. Oh, he so. can't run again. Yeah, so, so he has to position himself to be in the Senate. And they, Scott and he, two horrible people. They they can't run against each other. So I think uh, Mickey Mouse. <laughs> I'm voting for the mouse. Is he in Orlando? Yes. Well, he's still there. He's, who's he going to be? Who's going to be his vice president? Many. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have to take another call in response to Barry. Uh, Barry, I, I, again, I think everyone's being level-headed. Right, Steve? What's on your mind, Steve? Well, Barry is just reminds me of so many people that I've heard that argument from that have absolutely no idea that the entire country does not agree exactly with them. They don't understand that in order that if, we, that if the president chooses to follow exactly what Barry wants, He's going to lose a lot of people along the spectrum. And, and yes. not just and Barry, but me, I mean, but there's a portion. I mean, again, like I said, uh, my son. Right. Go ahead. Exactly. Yeah. But just I've, I've had this debate so many times. Well, if they just did this, everybody would vote for them. I think, no, they wouldn't. There's a, they would lose a huge portion of people that don't agree with you. And you have to understand that you're only one point on the spectrum. 
And I find it especially aggravating as a gay man because so many times they're a straight, white, Christian presenting man who, if Trump gets reelected, really aren't going to lose anything. Mm. And they refuse to look at, at it from they, they refuse to recognize that that he's coming after me. He's coming after Patty because she's a woman. He's coming after Patty because she's Hispanic. He's going to be going after the Muslims. He's going to be going after the trans people. We are people that are really actually going to lose not yes. only civil rights, but possibly our freedom and our lives. And they're going to sleep well because they didn't really lose anything. And they they were able to they were able to keep their vote pure. I think that the I think he was right about the Muslim community, though. They are they are they do seem to in well, large they numbers to, they do need to talk about it because it's a horrible it's a, it's genocide. Sorry. It's not a, a, a normal response to what happened. Right. And then not- also, people have learned a lot of what 1948 meant and what happened. We were never taught about what happened in 1948. Not where I went to school. Of course, I went to a public school. I went seven years. I got a, I got a, <laughs> I was a sophomore. No, no, it's, but you know, we learn a lot. And like I said, the, the good Jewish people in Tel Aviv, the Jewish people aren't the problem. They want to get them out of there as bad, but once they get control, like in, if Trump was in charge here, they they control. Right. Once a guy's in, he's in, and they do not want Netanyahu in. No, right. they don't. Right. No, they're done. Steve, you, that makes, you make a great point. I appreciate it. Thank you. Was that it? Well said. Thank, thank you. Bye, Steve. Thank <laughs> you. Care. Sorry. Uh, let's take a break here. We have uh, more calls on the line. Paul's called back, our progressive table uh, host on uh, kitchen table host. Progressive table. Uh, progressive table. table. It gets larger What's every portion. kitchen table? <laughs> By the end, it's just pies. Kitchen progressive. I don't know. You know what? I'll have Paul remind us when we come back on WCPDs on Sunday nights at 6. More in a moment on on Heartland Signal. Joined by Warren Price, a European U.S. Collision Center. Uh, By the way, my anniversary of the guy with the six inches of snow on his windshield. I just had the video. It's soon. It was yesterday. By the way, I I took some. We'll talk after the break. I got some car stuff. And comedian Tim Walco. uh, We'll find out where he's going to be soon, uh, including here on WCPT with me. More in a moment. Hey there, it's your guy Warren Price from European and U.S. Collision Repair, a division of Technocraft Body Shops. We specialize in automobile and truck repair as well as normal automobile maintenance. With our highly skilled technicians and environmentally friendly materials, we strive for quality. Call 773-248-1200. That's 773-248-1200 or EuropeanUS.com. Patty Vasquez is taking your calls now at 773-763-9278. Driving it home with Patty Vasquez now on WCPT 820. Thank you so much for hanging out with us as we drive it home. And, oh, I haven't said hello to our friends in Minneapolis, St. Paul, listening on KTNF, 950 AM. Always glad to have you with us. Tim Walco, comedian with, uh, that I've known for my entire career. I sell it. This is my 30th year this month. Really? In comp- Let me get your microphone. Yes. I'm going on 40. Not myself. <laughs> but no, yeah, I just I've, I've been living at comedy for seventy-one years. <laughs> and he's very good at it. The whole thing's a, it's it's a, a comedy comedy doctor. doctor. That's, that's the voice of Warren Price, the uh, mastermind behind European U.S. Collision, a division of Technocraft, over at forty eighty North Broadway. Forty eighty North Broadway. That's right. Seven seven three two four eight twelve hundred. Correct. And go to the website europeanus.com Keep your information about his services in your car. And if you have an accident, make sure you're okay. Make sure it's safe to get out of the car first, get the information, and then call Warren. 
Ding, ding. 773-248-1200. Let's take one more phone call. On the line is Paul from Kitchen Table Progressive. Sunday nights at 6. I got it right, I think. Hey, Paul. I'm hungry. I'm hungry. <laughs> hey, <Me> Paul. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, you know, Donald Trump uh, kind of missed <laughs> punk by 40 years, but he is a political punk. <laughs> he's a punk. And what he's selling is chaos because he is the uh, looter in chief. He wants, he's a looter. And so what, what his supporters believe in this, if chaos happens, that they think they'll be better off when they can just grab what, you know, what they think is coming to them. He's a looter. I mean, he, he is a, he's a political punk and a looter. He, he's worried about and, people paying their NATO dollars when he doesn't pay his workers. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah, well, he Correct. didn't pay his attorneys. He didn't pay anybody. No. But have you not, here's, the, here's the thing I was thinking about is that um, – because Patty was talking, you know, what, what is going on with this? This is you know, an hour and a half ago. but um, And I know everybody remembers because everyone's listening to what Patty's saying. But, yeah, um, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, okay, so we have the opposite of 1984. Remember, with 1984, George Orwell was supposed to be, uh, Winston, move back in front of the screen. It was the government was going to take you over. But our, our media is just taken over by money. Yes. It's not the government. It's the it's, and, and, and it's kind of a reflection. We look in our we looking at ourselves in the mirror and say, "Here's what you want to say to yourself." Hey, you know what, George? You are like this. This is how you are. And then, kind of what the uh, Alvin Toffler um, uh, future shock that was supposed to say that we would be overwhelmed by technology, which I knew a long time ago because technology is like user friendly science. No, but what the technology has done is allowed us, because we all have it and we can use it, uh, what the technology has done is put us into this kind of, we are socially overwhelmed. We're overwhelmed by social and cultural problems and grievances. It's not the technology. The technology has brought us right to our place, right? That's yeah. what it is. Yeah. Everyone has his own, his or her own yeah. silo opinions. They have a blog. Are you yep. a journalist? No. Do you go to journalism? No, then shut up. Yeah, I have a show, man. I have a show. Yeah, you know, man. Everything. There you, you go. go. <laughs> Sunday night at six. Sunday night at six. What's on the table? Yeah, what's on the table? Every day. That exactly. should be the name of, another name of a show. What's on the table? Yeah, yeah. I love it. I like that, yeah. That's a great observation, though. It is. 80% of it's controlled by right-wing idiots as well. Well, that's funny. You mentioned the money. WCPT gets no money. That's why we can talk about anything there is in the world. (laughs) Showtime. That's right. It's showtime, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for that. How about you? Think about it, Patty. It might not have a show for long, too. If there was excellent some money being poured into here, they would want you to go in a certain direction, and that's just life. Well, I think I told you that when I first started. I did the first six months self-sponsored, and uh, and I I was talking to a couple people, and they're like, well, I heard what you were talking about on Thursday. And I'm like, oh, we're done. Yeah. <laughs> I can't. I can't. I'm not going to have, um, you know, show <laughs> meetings. I'm not going to talk about segments. Uh, thank you, Warren. It's, thank you, Kirk. And thank you, kids above all. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but it's the truth, you yeah. know. Exactly. No, I, I like to have, I, I like to, you know, I, when I first started Kitchen Table Progressive, I was all, you know, oh, I got to have all kinds of things. It's like uh, when I was a teacher, it's like, you got to have a lesson plan, and it has to be really detailed. And like, and, and then I, my my voice was in my throat was always choked up. And then it's like, no, I don't want that. I just want to talk about what's up, right? Yeah. Well, don't you want to just I, sprinkle your food with a little more pepper and a little more salt and a little to sprinkle? You don't have to have directions. The directions are yeah, how both. you feel at the moment. The, yeah, and bullet the, points the directions are, are yeah, yeah. What's going on? Yeah, exactly. That's it. It's just yeah, and 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 what we've been fed is 
uh, like I said, it's the opposite of 1984. It's, it's kind of a weird opposite of It's a weird opposite. Yeah. It's all, it's all about yeah. the money. 1482. Yeah, it's the it money. The money tells us what to do. And we tell, yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. exactly right. Yep. <laughs> okay, Citizens right. Thanks, Thanks a, a lot, night. boys. Thanks. Yeah, have a good one. I was talking to somebody who had been uh, part of the rise of Rush Limbaugh, and they said that they are now doing atonement for the rest of their lives. <laughs> and, um, well, they should. Yes. Well, they were talking about As how well it was should. all like advertisers. It was like this big, like they had a room of writers who would just feed him stuff and uh, the ideas for like, remember he had like that flushing noise and yeah. you're boarded and all that stuff. And it was all just a gimmick to uh, for advertisers who wanted to get that kind of messaging out there. Yeah, it took over, and they bought all the AM stations. Yeah. And to their credit of marketing, that, that worked, because they, they took over a place where you couldn't get anything but hatred. Uh, when I went to Minnesota, when I did radio for a while, you know, I got $50,000 to leave that year, Patty. Best job I ever had. <laughs> How can I get that back? <laughs> Go on the radio. Yeah, well, yeah, I can do it again. I don't think they'd give me well, as much up I don't know if anyone would hire you, you know? No, well, it depends. But uh, they were, I had to do shows in North Dakota. The hatred, the, the, the limbo, they owned every station. Yeah. And I used to have beasts with them. Because it's so diverse in North Dakota. Both, oh, yeah. Both black guys came to my show. <laughs> <laughs> have you been in North Dakota, Warren? No. Yeah. Don't go. Oh, actually, I was supposed to go to North Dakota State University to play oh, football. Oh, wow. I, I was going to get a scholarship there in 1970. Wow. Did you play at? Amundsen. Amundsen. I played at church. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. I didn't any, get a scholarship. Any, would you, I got $50,000 no. He's a leave. couple days older than I am. Okay. Three or four. <laughs> so you didn't have no, no crossover no, there. We, with, know no, we, know <laughs> we know a lot of things. We know a lot of things. We know a lot of things. I know you a lot of We're Chicago guys. Yeah. I know. Let me hear Tell us about the car industry. You're the guy. The car You're industry. The oh, my God. It's it's great. It is great. <laughs> it's great. Yeah. It, it, the funny thing is, is uh, you get so many opportunities, uh, especially at our store, to meet people that need you, are happy to come to you. Uh, we can correct their stress and duress besides their car. Oh. He's a calming um, influence. He's a very calming uh, influence. Uh, uh, Catherine Sang came in today, and I hadn't seen her in 12, 14 years. She walked in, and I went, oh, my God, Catherine. Big hug. What are you here for? She says, oh, my husband brought the car in two weeks ago. I said, oh, yeah, I forgot about him. <laughs> <laughs> He's putting six windshields Wait, no, while, no, we, were, said, while so we were waiting. Where, he put where, in six windshields. She says... He, he's in China. I said, what's he doing there? He says, well, we spend most of our time there now. Oh, wow. She's, okay. a, she's a retired educator, and she's doing some extra work, and she's spending time there. But so you she, make friends for life. Nice. Yes. Yeah, I was, you do it right. I said to her that, you know, looking at you and talking about this, I've had her in my life over 35 years, for sure. And I said, it brings the tear to my eye, because I know you, your history, and the cars. I forgot about Marty. I mean, you know, who cares about him? He's just her <laughs> husband. But, you know, we've had this great relationship where she'd pull in and I would, you know, help her and take care of her. And she's glad to be there. Nice. That's yeah. 4080 North Broadway. 4080 North Broadway. 773-248-1200. But I got beefs. I got real beefs. Uh -oh. yeah. I got beefs. Yes. I got beefs. I got people that drive late at night when they shouldn't be. Uh, I went to the gym on Sunday morning, and I was driving east on Belmont at Elston. And what do I see? There's no traffic but me. I see a white SUV in a lamppost in front of the establishment that was there. I'm not trying to... The hamburger there. establishment. The hamburger establishment that's the there. The king of burgers, as it were. Yeah, as it were. Where, it was where, there. And this, <laughs> there's no one there. 
Just a leaking car smashed everywhere on a sidewalk, crushed. How did it get there? This is. I'm at 5:40 in the morning. The lights are still flashing, power, so you had good battery, but there's no one there. No squads, no tow trucks. Wow, I don't see a driver there. No, I went. Oh. I, I actually took pictures of it. I got pictures of my phone. You left your card. No, <laughs> I don't. I took. You're pictures. thinking of Edward Doliak in hospitals. I took pictures <laughs> That's what because Eddie did. I want to show this to kids yes. that Text. are 14, 16, 18, 25 that drink. Yeah. That have telephones and they're on them while they're driving, and we're getting business left and right because of the telephone. Alcohol and just lot. technology yeah. is is hurting us. It is in that respect. Yeah. I remember the first time I saw three, this is 20 years ago, so very nice young ladies get sit down in front of me at a restaurant and proceed to call other people. Why did you go out with these two people then, was my question. And now I know they're all talking to somebody else. Or, uh, There's the, a picture. You were in Amsterdam, you said. Yes. I don't know if you went to the Rembrandt Museum. There's yes. a picture of kids. Have you seen this picture? No. With Nightwatch, the greatest Rembrandt with the lighting. It's this big. They're all on the phone. The kids sitting there are all, all on, the on their phones. Yeah. They're not looking at the picture. They're, they're, they're over, uh, you know, saturated by all the, the, all the artwork there. They need to take a mental break and be on. I'm kidding. Yeah, they should have you check your phone when you walk in. You should. Or it cancels everything but your camera. Yeah. Yeah, because you need your camera. You need your camera to take pictures of accidents. No, to take pictures of the artwork when you're going through the museum. Oh, that's a good idea. I never thought of that. Yeah, you know, <laughs> to see the kids on their phone. This is in the paper. I, I did some showcases down in Florida last week, the week before. If you could have seen this one place we were at, that, whoa, I wish I had a camera. I mean, we should have taken our phones out. It was at an over 55 community. Sure. And they, they pay well and, <laughs> and because they're over 55. And But they were, had nine guys behind the counter about an inch from each other, all wearing the same little caps and outfits, about one would head something to the next guy who was an inch from him. It was like a game of telephone. You'd order a cheeseburger to come out with a, with a, with a golf ball. Oh, my God. I mean, was, and so the guy, I tried to order, I said, like, two grilled cheese sandwiches and two coffees. Did stunned you get, him. Did you get him. a putter? Huh? Yeah, I got a putter. Okay. <laughs> he stunned him. <laughs> it stunned, he couldn't figure it out. And then finally, I said, I can't do this. So this friend of mine... Ordered the two grilled cheese and two coffees. And we sat down, and all of a sudden he waves up, No grilled cheese till Friday! Well, what about that cheeseburger, my friend's eating? That's a different story. Let's put on a meat and the meat and the dog. Reagan called. Reagan Yeah, they were over 65, weren't they? 165. Okay, okay. I did a I did a, a senior center one time. Uh, uh, friends of mine asked me to do a favor. It was a bunch of comics, and I was talking about how there isn't enough cheese in Wisconsin for all the crackers they have in Alabama. Good. And this woman stood up and started yelling, "You don't know where you are. I'm a cracker." It was it was Indiana, and I, I guess I should have been more sensitive to the audience. You should have been a lot. Yeah, you yeah, should yeah. Have known. That's Mississippi with cold weather. I went to school there. <laughs> Please. And then the facility, the, one of the people working there, they had her in the front row. They said that she ruins every event that they do. Oh, I'm like, let's put her don't in the front, front, front row. row. Oh, Lord. <laughs> She's the first one in line. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah maybe, maybe don't tell her about the event. She won't know. She's, they don't advertise, do they? <laughs> Truman won. He won. I think he won. Not sure Where about do Dewey. I think you are. <laughs> yeah, so it was fun, but it was, uh, it was different. And that's a different state altogether. Oh, yeah. In the middle of it. But there are wonderful parts of Florida. There are wonderful sure. people live there, and it's too bad what's happening. My but. sister lives in Florida. How's she like it? Where is she? She loves it. Really? She's in Boca. 
Oh, yeah, I would love it, too. My, my next-door neighbor, Joel, you might have met Joel. He's at Boca, right, but in Deerfield Beach, loves it there. And it's all it's all New Jersey. I got to say something. Nice. I said my sister. I got to say hi to Davida. Hey, Davida. My favorite sister. Oh. Love oh. her. And then there's Arlene. She's my other favorite. Fine. She's my twin. Hi, Arlene. But I had to say hello to her because she said I forgot about her last week. Oh. Or last oh. Month. Don't about I can't forget Davida. I right. love her. Happy Valentine's Day, D. I'll get to the rest of you girls later. Oh, thank you for the donuts, though. I finished the I finished your custard heart. Oh. The custard filled. The custard heart, or was that a noir? Or, or as they say, noir film. Noir. My buddy, no, my friend's, noir. My friend's it's, brother it's calls like a them noir. Noir? Noir. Them noir films are good there. But the Pinot Noir. Oh, I love Pinot Noir. That's okay. good. That's and it's it. good for you. Happy Fat Tuesday, by the way. Is it Fat, it's fat yes, Tuesday? It is. Happy yes, Fat it Tuesday. Happy, yes, it is. Yes. Tomorrow's it's Ash on, Wednesday. That's right. New Orleans. I, I, That's another planet. My mom wants to go to New Orleans. She wants she to take the. Go. She wants to take Amtrak there. I, I got a great story about New Orleans. All right, let's take a break here and get a great story. I don't story, know if mom. I could tell you that oh, story. Off the air, this is definitely a break. Told about New Orleans. What are you nuts? <laughs> yeah, New Orleans, nineteen seventy-one. Ooh. Ooh. Wow, 52 <laughs> years ago. All right. Yeah, see. I was there. We'll see if it's appropriate for air. We're taking it's a not. break here. Tim Walco, can we, are you, you get some shows in the area coming up? No. All right, then. Can yes, you, I do. I have, so I have a show coming up in Lockport. We can do, we can do a sit-down at European. Instead of a stand-up, I could do it. We should do well. It's it's kind of a long, narrow spot. We can't really do a comedy show. We could do something there. We could do a comedy show at the in his garage. Oh, we We, could do. We could do the places I've worked. The places I've worked. Garage sounds good. I could arrange that. (laughs) (laughs) Does the garage got a PA? You got a guy. Got a PA. Got a guy. Got a PA. Got a garage. Maybe the station will lend me their PA system. We could do it on a Saturday night. Okay. Yeah, and we can always do paging, paging, Mr. Henderson. Uh, Mr. We have Henderson. to fix our pager; it doesn't work well. Oh, oh come echo, on, man! Echo, 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 echo. <laughs> Let's take a break here and see if uh, Warren Price uh, from European U.S. Collision Center, if his uh, Marty, his uh, New Orleans story is appropriate for air. <laughs> it looks like it's not. Uh, comedian Tim Walco will be in Lockport. When are you in Lockport? The, the, the March second. March second. No, 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 February twenty-seven. What's in, is it? CD and me? No, no. No, that's a good club. Uh, it's a private thing with uh, Mike Toomey and, and the wonderful Bill so you're going to be from the 27th, and then you're going to go to jail for a couple of days until the 3rd? No, that's over. That was Iowa. Oh, okay. All that right. was 2004. Okay. <laughs> so you're bring your welcome back with these guys. Okay, yeah. These guys are going to keep talking whether or not I have the microphone on or not. More in a moment on WCPT 820 Heartland Signal and KTNF 950 AM in Minneapolis, St. Paul. You're listening to Driving It Home with Patty Vasquez on WCPT 820. Before I bring my uh, two friends back on the air, I want to thank uh, our listener from, well, I'll bring your mics on, Tim Walco, comedian Tim Walco, and our our main sponsor, one of our main sponsors here on uh, Driving It Home is Warren Price from European U.S. Collision Center at 4080 North Broadway, a division of Technocraft. You can go to europeanus.com, find out more about the work that he does, and when you are in a pinch or a fender bender or whatever, give him a call at 773-248-1200. Thank you, Patty. And of course. Thank you. Uh, listener from the 385, so, you know what, I can't, it's hard for me to read this. But they're saying, uh, first of all, that it was smart of me to take the call from Barry, which that, I mean. It was a good call. It was, good, was I, very sincere, and I understand his concerns. Right. But uh, you got to do it. You got a little at a time, kiddo. That's all we got to do. Right. And then uh, someone said that he's uh, go, wants to blow past the good in, in hopes of the perfect, which is not. It's, it's not, not it's gonna never going to happen. Never per- gonna perfect happen. is doesn't exist. Doesn't yeah. exist. Oh, oh no, your tax bill from the government's perfect every time. And the and the three and the three <laughs> five time. says uh, I just uh, moved and they and they go on to say I just moved here a month ago and was not aware of you from comedy or the radio and it's okay three eight five neither is mostly anybody else. That's okay. Thank you. <laughs> 
<laughs> it's okay. I yeah, I've been doing stand up comedy. Well, because there are thousands of comics who well, are never going to be are. famous. No, well, there are. Yes, but, we we were very lucky. Yes. I was lucky to be in rock and roll in the heyday of rock and roll, and I was lucky to be in comedy when we had the explosion. Yeah, very lucky. People today don't have the right they place. Don't right have time. the yeah. yeah. You know, there's they, this they guy named Tim who was bad. telling me about his his life today. He was telling me he was never had a job. I never had a job. Work no. I never had a job. You never had a job. I played music. I was on a radio, TV. Yeah, I mean, and he's I, um, still laughing. Played in a yeah. band. At everybody. <laughs> People say, you don't look your age. You go, because I've never done a day's work. <laughs> <laughs> I did one day of blacktopping in Valparaiso. We quit that afternoon. That's a hard oh, job. Oh, wasn't that the Shawshank Redemption when you were on the roof? Oh, well, that was, that was completely different. You're of age. <laughs> yes, I am. <laughs> Oh, it's sad. But uh, yeah, we were lucky to be the comedy. We got to go be bad. And you can't get good until you be bad. Yeah. So we got to go stretch into half hours and 45 minutes. The people today aren't having that opportunity. I agree. And that's, I don't, that think, was, it's that was, I don't think it's a good idea. Short sense. You never learn. What are you going to learn? What, you pitch one inning. Okay, I'll, no, you're not starting. Right. I'm not starting. I, that was why I wanted to do the showcase. I, I'm not doing the showcases at Zane, at uh, Laugh Factory anymore. Good. Just too much going on. But uh, that was why I want, like everyone does like five or seven minute sets, and I'm like, let these guys, let's everyone do 10, 15 minute sets because you need that. The great time. Barry Crimmins, the friend of mine, passed away. The great comic from Boston started yeah. everybody. Stephen Wright, everybody. He started them all. And Mark Maron, he started them all. And Barry would have you do five minutes, five minutes, a couple of weeks, three weeks, and he'd say, "You, I can't use." You, you're not funny. I appreciate it. You, 30 minutes Friday. What? Yeah. yeah. 30 minutes Friday. And he knows you're going to fail, but that's how you learn. Yeah. If you don't get out there, you can't play. Can't play. No. no. Yeah, it was it was great catching up with Jake Johansson, too. I bet he's so oh, good. So I work with him, good. too. I, I don't think he gets, like, I, I don't know what it's like for him, to, his writing process or anybody's, really. I, I, I write, like, essay form, and then I'm like, ah, it's too much. I wrote too many things. You know, <laughs> There's no the funny jokes thing, in here. It's, it's a trade. Your, 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 your job is a trade. Yes. It is a trade because you have to train for it. You have to study. You have to be ready yeah. to attack. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. you have to be doing it. You're I mean, attacking that's... the mic in the back of the room. Right. Everyone else is in the middle, and you're doing your... Yeah, it's a, I got one of the injury I had for a couple of years. It really knocked me off. Yeah. I had to listen to my tapes to get any timing back. Right. But once you do it, once you're back on the horse, yeah. it's fine. But we don't have chances to do five nights in a row. Don't like go on a horse again, Tim, please. Well, it was, uh, well I, 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 I lost 20 bucks on it. Well, you're nuts. I'm not going to ride it. <laughs> we, uh, we learned how to do that. So we're, we're lucky to be where we were when it happened. And uh, yeah, still happen. Happen. it's still it's happening. happening. It is. Yeah, it is. It's working differently. Yeah. yeah, technology. Now they're all on their phones. They're, they're all, not just on their phones, even though they're front. I was doing a, I was doing a benefit one night, and there was a table in front of me, and like it, I don't know why it bugs me. Like I shouldn't care that someone has their back to me and they're just on the phone the whole time, but it's just so it's annoying. It's, it's rude. It's really rude. disrespectful. It's, rude. it's really weird. It's just it's unsettling. It would have been better if they were looking at you, right? And I'm sorry, looking at their lap. Right. So finally I came off the stage and like I'm like, what, what, you, what you doing? Yeah, you have to do that <laughs> that's sometimes. That's funny. It was. That's hilarious. It was very funny. Sometimes you have to go that far so you go back and just go, is there anything I can do for you, get for you, something like. Can right. I get your attention with something? Yeah. I guess you some attention. Yeah, never sale. even gave me a chance. Never. It wasn't like I walked out on the stage and they just decided they didn't like the show. That they, made the guy with the crossed arms in the front row look better. Yeah, exactly. He's exactly. nice, isn't he? This guy? Yeah. yeah. Well, and what's yeah. funny about that, I used to watch Fred Klett uh, just like a whole, like, be doing really well and tank the entire thing because it made him crazy that the guy in front wasn't laughing. It's You know what? I, I You know Steve Garvey is the baseball yes. player. Yeah. Yeah. Did a couple of shows with Steve and uh, he's running for Republican I in heard. California. He's getting three votes. He's a wonderfully <laughs> nice man. <laughs> a wonderfully nice man. I used to go to Wrigley Field and give the guy an extra five bucks and sit in the front because no one went to the Cub Games in two stages in 1972. And so Steve Garvey's on the on-deck circle 
I was close enough to affect the game, and often I did. But um, this guy comes running up to Steve Garvey, and his wife had just left him for Marvin Hamlish. Oh, and he comes running up and says a horrible thing. Your wife, mm, mm-hmm. Jewish piano players. I said, you got to get out of here, brother. And I told Steve, I didn't say the words. He said, Tim, I'm thinking that Goose Gotcha throw a 99. I'm trying to save my life. Yeah, I, don't really? hear, I don't hear a thing. <laughs> yeah. He said, I have little ears. And I said, that's what I'm going to tell comics. Have little ears. Have little if they're ears. bothering you in the front, they don't know in the back. They don't know. Walk you to look the other crazy side of the stage. Yeah. You, you look, can't give them any yep. attention. What I do is I, if, they're, if they're loud but nobody else hears them, I'll stop talking. That always, that's like a teacher. I think you taught me that. I might have. I think we were at Zanies and Mount Prospect, and I think you taught me. Like if, if I don't it, remember many of those days. <laughs> Mount Prospect closed in like 1999. Oh, it was a like great that. club. It was, it was an old red lobster. You were young. I was a baby. She was uh-huh. 12. Yeah, it was. And change. I was, <laughs> I was 28. But yeah, stopping, it'll do it too. Yeah, just yeah. stop. I just stop. And then like now, let, let, everyone the out, let them yeah. see what I'm putting up with. Yeah, Because they don't know... I, and I tried that with a, a female comic I know. She's a nice person. And she didn't listen. And she gets in an argument with a guy. And, of course, no. it turns, turns out to be Vito Gonzolo, who's going to be better make oh, careful. Yeah. You oh, better be oh, very careful. I, started, I maybe uh, helped instigate a fight at Zany's on Wells one time. These guys were such jerks, Warren. Not my, they were yelling at me my whole set. And then when they were leaving, they wouldn't leave. And I said, you guys are the rudest audience members I've ever had. And this you guy— You didn't say that. You were nice. To, uh, no. You're on the air. I was— Yeah, I did. Fix. <laughs> You can see my lip. You're on the air. And the next thing I know, all I heard was Angelica DeLeon, who was a waitress and bartender yeah. at Zanies, go, get your hands off of her. And that's when I realized it was like we were fighting. Like, I, I don't know what happened. I, I've blocked it out because I was pregnant. I had just found out that day I was pregnant with Griffin. Oh, my God. Larry Reeb was standing in the back of the corner, like just wide eyed. I turned and walked away. These guys started swinging at the waitresses. Remember Lauren, the beautiful tall black sure. woman that used to work at Zanies? They, they were swinging at her, Martine, Angelica. But Martine. He never knew how to run the room. Martin would always let stuff like that happen. He put the loud people. Well, there's in the... a couple more drinks to be sold. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, they had to call commissions. The, they had to call the cops. And, and one of the guys goes uh, to Angelica, "Hey, I, I can't drop my glasses." And she goes, she looked down and she goes, "These," and just stomped on them. Wow, good for her. <laughs> well, they were swinging at everybody. Yeah. Oh my god. But that might have been that's my, rare. That's I could, rare. I'll have to let people leave. The, I don't get involved anymore. It's not no. my job. It's not my. It's job. not my job. Rage is. Not good for you. No, nope. no, these guys were bad. But I, you know, I, we've lived through so many bad audiences. It's just so. But the fu- there's more fun ones. The problem is your brain locks into those bad moments. Well, when you're working and then all of a sudden someone takes your flow. Yeah, you're flowing and they just yeah. knocked you out. Yeah, that's that takes away from your show. Exactly. I was, I was with Bill Gorgo today and we were talking about this group in Ozark, Alabama, which we all had to do at one time, and it was horrible. To say the least, uh, the stage was foot level, so your f- feet were by people's faces. And this lady just came. My whole set's going. You're sick. Something wrong with you? No other than you're sick. And nobody <laughs> could hear it. I couldn't do anything. I want to <laughs> kick her in the mouth. But I was like, that's, yeah, so, that's fr- nice, that's so frustrating. I go, you lost the war. Do we have to do this again? Yeah, yeah. Because nobody, you look crazy. You're the, you're the jerk. I want to say something else. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, if you address engage. it, if yeah. You if you engage. engage. Oh yeah, you, you would, lose. How dare she they, be if so they get mean? You, you lose. Yeah. Uh, I, your uh, your publicist has messaged me. Uh, Tim will be headlining a show at Pleasant Home in Oak Park on Thursday, March 14th. Jerry would like you to rem- remember. Okay. So you can go to uh, PDOP.org. That's a park district of Oak Park. Oh, it's going to be great. Oak park. It's going to yeah. be great. And they have such great venues there, too. They're really beautiful, like the mansions that are now, like, 
part of the park. park no, it's going to be great. Park. I just didn't know the address. <laughs> they just figured I'd go to, I go, I go to Lockport and I go, what, where are we? Over there. Go see, go see. Over there. Over there. Go see Over Tim. There. Go see Tim. Uh, our friend who just moved here wants to know why uh, why I'm at uh, why I'm not I, I I'm not I don't know how to phrase the question uh, on the air, but thank you for the compliment. And uh, I'm here because I love doing this, and maybe because I live a couple blocks away. Because <laughs> she's, she's never had to work a day, day in her, her life, life like I work, me. I work full time during the day. She That's was a lifeguard. I, yeah. I, I I love what I do. I love this, and this is the only place. Here's the thing: this is really the only place I can have these conversations, not just with you, and just kick back and enjoy <laughs> myself. To release. Ourselves, right? And yeah. then also the politics and talking about how in danger our civilization is if we realize. How are you going to get your thoughts across to the world if you don't have this? Well, you, I mean, to be fair, my friend from the 385, formerly of Minneapolis, I was at a bigger station and it didn't end well. <laughs> Did you get 50000 to leave? Was, mm, no comments. Was, yeah, that was a big flaming. <laughs> I'll support her on that. I, 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 I've never seen a boat I didn't want to rock. And fortunately at WCPT, uh, they are, we have a lot of life jackets here. Don't and rock they're all more the than boat. Happy. Keep your hands. By the Hughes Corporation. The Hughes Corporation. Rock the boat. Don't rock the boat, baby. baby. There you go. <laughs> don't rock the boat. Don't tip the boat over. Don't rock. The, uh, hey, guy, remember that one? <laughs> yes. Oh, God. Yes, a much bigger radio station was uh, very conservative, and uh, I was not appreciated. <laughs> they think Dewey won. Let's be honest, what station it was. World's greatest network. We're hanging out with Tim Walco, who will be headlining in Oak Park on Thursday, March 14th. Uh, visit PDOP.org for tickets. There will be no bloodshed at that show. No, it's going to be great. It's going to be the, it's with the par- partnership. Of, it's a comedy night with Tim Walco. And uh, if you have wear a hat. any car needs. Now, if somebody hasn't had an accident, like as I often talk about fender benders, but you also do a lot of mechanical work. Oh, and we do mechanical work yeah. for sure. My theory is, is you're running before you get crashed. Right. How can you crash if you're not running? You got to run. You got to run. Yeah. <laughs> but you can't hide. You can't. No. Can. no. If you're going to have that accident, you didn't hide well no, enough. I did not have <laughs> like the guy that was with the car with nobody there. The car he was on Elston and Beaumont. Elijah uh, did that accident. Yeah. How does the car just be? Usually, I don't know. It, it was. I, so I went to the gym and I worked out, and then I had to come back that way. And it's still there, still no traffic. Oh, so even when you worked out and came back at five in the morning, I was done about seven fifteen. I, I was there about seven fifteen. And no tow truck. Usually nothing. Chicago, there's tow trucks. Twenty trolling. trucks waiting to nail the guy. Oh, they, they we were lining up hoping to. Take. No, there wasn't a tow truck there at all. That's what was even weirder. Yes. Usually you know, there's someone wants to grab the car so they could take it to one of their boneyards. Public, listen to this. If you get into an accident. And you don't know the tow driver, don't let them take your car. Right. They think that they're going to tell you that they were sent there by your insurance company, even they don't know the name of your insurance company. But they're going to drop the name of probably the one that's got 30% of the world's market, which I won't mention. And, Lincoln. Uh, <laughs> no, <laughs> sorry. That's the old days. No, sorry. No, 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 no. They have, they have bulletproof you can't glass give, in their you shed. Can't, you've got to get a hold of somebody like me. They have warm prices, 773-248-1200. Yeah. And then Keep what that we'll do is we'll get your car safe and we'll take care of your needs. I have had to use his services uh, to have my car towed with the Mom's Accord. I used, to, I used to drive my mom's 96 Honda Accord. I, we drove that till it was over. Until it was, it was time. How many miles at the end? 126, I think. I saw, I saw a Toyota. Yeah, it was just starting. There was a Toyota in the shop the other day. 324,000 miles on that's the car, great. original engine. What? And that's in one year. Original. That's uh, crazy. Was it garage kept? Garage. Garage. Uh, garage. It, it's in good shape. The car's in good shape. Wow. Yeah. 
Now, Ma- Unbelievable. The Toyota's great. Oh, by the way, Northside Toyota, guys. Hi, Northside Toyota. Yeah. Uh, I do I like those guys. Really, love those they guys. did nice by Where me. did you get your car, Patty? Northside Toyota, as a oh matter of fact, over there on Mustard. How did you get I've heard all about them, even though I have a Nissan. Who sent you there? Yeah, you did, I think. Oh, my God. I really? Yeah. I forgot my roof racks on over there, too. It's a good spot. I like. I was so happy with my car. I so, love my car. So, you know, it's Valentine's Day, right? Yes. So I have to wish everybody I work with at European U.S. happy Valentine's Day. Is there a Valentine's Day song? That's I guess tomorrow. all love songs but are. But then I have to wish Sarah happy Valentine's Aww. Day. Hi, Sarah. And Lily and Claire. Hello. My daughters. Listening out in uh, California yeah. and Colorado. And I have to wish Paula and you're Dr. Good. Bob. I know. Paula and you're Dr. Better. Bob. Hey, Paula and Dr. And Bob. And my cat, Dr. Bob, and my partner, Paula. Aww. Yeah. Happy Valentine's Day. Yeah, I got to say hi to Paula. Paula, I missed you when you were in the other day. That's or did she come? She just dropped me off and ran. Okay. <laughs> I wasn't there when you dropped it off. You actually talked to Jordan. Hi, Jordan. I like Jordan. Yeah, Jordan said you he's were pretty funny. funny. He's got a comedy uh, bit. Yeah, he's got a. He said he told you a joke. I forgot it, but it was good. Yeah. <laughs> No, it was a really good premise. I told him. I, was say, wait, wait I never remember today, people's jokes. Today, before I left the shop, he said to me, "He said he was going to use that joke." I, it was a good and premise. I, I think he's listening now. He might be. You have to call with your joke. What's his name? Jordan. Jordan, call Jordan, with your joke. If you're listening, call right now. We'll take a break and we'll wait for Jordan. Jordan, we're waiting for your call. What's I'm gonna, the joke? I'm is text it arable? Is it is it proper? Yes. Is it okay for? It's a good premise. All right then. Warren Price European U.S. Collision Center, a division of Technocraft, over at 4080 North Broadway. You can give him a call at seven seven three two four eight. 1200. Uh, his happy customer, Tim Walco, in studio, headlining headlining on March 14th at the uh, Oak pa- the Park District of Oak Park. What's the number? 773? 763-9278. 773-763-9278. If anyone seven, wants to call or text, six, and I, I'm really enjoying three. this conversation with the 385. Thank you. I am, uh, yes, they're also envelopes I like to rip. I, I push them, and then I rip them. More in a moment. <laughs> Heartland Signal, WCPT 820, and KTNF 950 in Minneapolis. Hi, Paul. Hi folks, I'm Kirk Bankstead from the Monaco Brewing Company and I sell progressive beer like Biden beer, which is inoffensive and not bitter, and Extinct Elephant, a moderate red ale. Because you know those moderate Republicans seem to be going the way of the dodo. A percentage of the proceeds of each can sold goes to keep Wisconsin blue and drive the MAGA cult out of our state. Enjoy a great craft beer and help your dysfunctional neighbor to the north get its democracy back. To keep track of the good trouble we're making in Wisconsin and where to buy our beer, follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and our website, MonacoBrewingCompany.com. And drink responsibly. We uh, we apparently have someone on the line who is ready to uh, make their debut with a joke that uh, Tim Walco loved but well, he cannot premise, remember. It's a premise. It's a premise. Is Jordan on the line? Jordan is on the line. Hey, Jordan. Jordan Price, Tim Walco in studio, and Tim, Jordan. How, Hello. How did you forget? Hello. Uh, well, well, get to my age and you'll forget what uh, I picked up a different car that you fixed. Oh no, Thank no, you. no! I, I gave him. I walked him. To, Jordan, I made sure he got out of the building, into his car, and off of our premises. As soon as possible. <laughs> as soon as possible. <laughs> now, Jordan, did, he notice that we, did he notice that we spray-painted it polka dot yellow and pink? Yes. That's where it started. Yes, that he actually prefers that than the pearl white that I he just had. drive up and down Broadway and wave. Very good. <laughs> oh, this was very nice to the other day. Uh, you guys, I'm, I'm kind of nervous, but I'm going to give this a shot. Okay, but, uh, are you guys, gonna, familiar, are you guys familiar with the show uh, Pawn Stars? Yes, that's it. Okay, so the premise of Pawn Stars is, uh, you know, a person brings in an item, and the owner, Rick, Rick always has a specialist that can identify and break down and give you facts of the item that's for sale or the item in question. So the premise for the joke that I had was, <clears throat> excuse me, gentleman walks into the shop, Rick, hey, uh, how you doing? What can I help you with? Uh, 
gentleman says, well, you know what? I, I have a hot dog here that was uh, bitten by Elvis Presley. Ooh. And then Rick goes, oh, wow, you know what? That's very interesting. You know, I know. And then he gives all these neat old factoids about Elvis. Says, oh, well, you know, Elvis did like hot dogs, but you know what? I got a guy for that, man. I got a dentist who's been working in, uh, you know, show business forever. So montage, fast forward to the dentist, and the dentist comes and, hey, Rick, how you doing? And he, uh, well, let me see the piece you're talking about. He grabs the hot dog. He starts blowing up photos of it. He starts pointing at it with a little thin stick and says, well, you know, these canines in the back, these actually, these could be legitimate. And then he compares them to something else that Elvis bit. And it kind of went on and on and on. And then eventually got authenticated. And maybe they make a sale. Maybe they make a don't. Or, you know. Sorry, guys, that was uh, That's a good that was my first going. time. I felt like I knew it. I don't, don't worry. You're good. No, we're waiting. There's no, there's no there's penalty. No Just keep going. Uh, I believe it. that's uh, that's the premise, and maybe you can put a twist on it, and maybe no, it's it a fake. Maybe it's a replica hot dog. It's a replica. They go into complete detail about something. They always have an expert's truth. Yeah, d- uh, dental floss. Whoa, I know a guy who does dental floss. He's I, a dental I, floss. I, 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 I dental floss. <laughs> well, wait a second. Or yes. Inner, Do you know why he change, used dental floss? Because that's how he got the lip. That's the way it is. Because he was yanking it. Oh, oh, my my he had so much, <laughs> Thank you very much fried chicken between his teeth in the front. Jordan, it Jordan, was a pleasure was to meet you. Yes, I, I loved it. Jordan, Jordan. I'll see you tomorrow. Thank you so much for having me. Of course. Warren, thank you so much. Tim, always a pleasure, sir. I'll be seeing you. And uh, Warren, I'll see you in the morning. Thanks, Jordan. I'll see you next time. Thanks, Jordan. Take care, guys. Thank you. you. I want to thank uh, Warren Price from European U.S. Collision Center. Uh, His his, his fans are numerous, and they even want to be on the radio with him. (laughs) Tim Walco, (laughs) who will be headlining at the the Park District of Oak Park on March 14th. Go to PDOP.com to find out more. Tomorrow, I have not one, not two, but three Judges, three women who are Here? judges. Yeah, the I'll be in studio. We have Judge Chantel Porter, uh, the first African American woman to serve as a judge in DuPage County. We'll also have uh, Judge Jennifer Barron and Judge Leah Setzen. Set Setzen. Set. She'll send me straight. She'll send me straight tomorrow. Wow, good for you. <laughs> I'm excited. Are they going to wear robes? Yes, I think so. Okay. And, and with uh, yeah. I'm, it's not England. They don't have to wear the funny. The hats. funny hats. No, no. Funny yes. hair. I mean the funny the wigs. The, the wigs. wigs. Yes, yeah, the wigs. Warren, smell. Happy, happy Valentine's Day. Thank, thank you for the donuts. You. Thank you very much. Tim, happy Valentine's you Day. Too, Patty. Thank you so, Thank you for everything. So, Tim, so lovely happy to have Valentine's you here. Day. Oh. Happy Valentine's Day. <laughs> Warren, happy Valentine's Day, <laughs> Warren. Happy Valentine's Day. Judy, happy, happy Valentine's Day. Day. Barry, 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 happy Valentine's Day, Barry. Barry happy Valentine's Barry. Day, I never Paul. had a chance to say, Barry, I never met you and didn't hear, didn't hear your Park. segment. But Yes. How are you? Happy Valentine's Day, Barry. And to Matt, I think Matt called. Oh, Steve called. And let's see, I'm trying to remember all of our callers. We had Jim called. And uh, I'm going to forget somebody. Don't be mad at me, everyone. I think that's almost everyone. I'm Sprinkles. Sorry. Happy five. Valentine's Day. Uh, thank you, Jake Johansson, who was on the show. I think that's everyone. Oh, I got to go. Bye, everyone.